Troubled in my way I have to cry sometimes So much trouble I have to cry sometimes Lay awake at night but that's alright Cause I know that Jesus After a while Trouble in my way Trouble in my way I have to cry sometimes I have to cry sometimes So much trouble I have to cry sometimes. To cry sometimes. Laid awake at night. Laid awake at night. But that's alright. That's alright. Cause I know Jesus. She will fix it. After a while. Stepped in the furnace. A long time ago. It was sad Mac and be sad and a burning gold. They wasn't worried. This I know. Can I know that Jesus? I know that Jesus. What part of heaven? I know that Jesus, my heart fixer, my man regulator, shelter in in a time of storm. I know that Jesus will fix it after a while. Let's all say amen. Amen. Very briefly this morning, Nehemiah 8 and 5, and when all the people stood up, we shall read the uh, 147th number of the psalm, verse 3. And it simply reads, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. And if we turn to our New Living Translation, it seems to put two words together. He said, he heals <clears throat> the brokenhearted and binding up their wounds because he can heal uh, the wounded and brokenhearted because he counts the stars and he can call them by their name All right. because he's that awesome, awesome. and that powerful. Yep. And put a pen there and we shall couple with our scripture this morning, the 86th number of the Psalm, verse two. It said, preserve my soul, for I 
am holy. O thou, my God, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. I want you to look at around the room at anybody. So many vacant seats here. We're going to look at everybody. We can look at even the bitches. And we can say, I know that God preserves blessings even in the middle of our brokenness. Amen. You may be seated. How God preserves even our blessing in the middle of our brokenness. My brothers and my sisters, we are living in the midst of an unimaginable slope of change. We are viewing everyday images of people whose lives have been shattered and they have found themselves completely broken. Have you ever felt broken? Have you ever felt even unfixable? Things are not going your way and other things are seemingly uh, broken and they are pulled apart by our own life's happenings. Uh, that, that's when we are really broken. And with this, I, I'm reminded as a young boy, fixed in my childhood memory is a children's nursery rhyme. And it was Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. You see, my brothers and sisters, Humpty Dumpty had a problem with brokenness. And when we see the images of our people today, Black Lives Matter, uh, we see COVID-19, and the unbridled depiction of the climate of change, and our government doing its best to find a happy place in our nursery rhyme that can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Well, just like Humpty Dumpty, there is a time, my brothers and sisters, when we find ourselves out of place or when we experience various kinds of brokenness and types of displacements and can't, it can't be mended, we feel, or we, we can't fix it by ourselves. Then uh, our question is, can God fix up what's broken? Just, just, just let me stay right there for a while. Just let me say, that God specializes. You're in your home, you're sitting in your home, you're watching your Facebook live and you're streaming live. I just want to say God, that God specializes in our problems. Uh, my brothers and sisters, God, I can say again, that God is bigger and better than our situation. And God and God alone is capable of rebuilding broken pe people. In fact, God's specialty is uh, piecing together broken up people because our God has skills. Some time ago, some time ago I reviewed an article about uh, some actual business signs that advertise to the public the skills of its 
proprietor, the owner. Some of those signs read, on a butcher's window, the sign reads, let me meet, M-A-A-T, your needs. Or at the muffler shop, we might see a sign that reads, no appointment necessary, we'll hear you coming. At the coffee shop, we might read, if you drink me, you will stay focused all day long. At the optometrist uh, office, you might read, if you don't see what you're looking for, then you've come to the right place. Or the taxidermist window might have a sign that might read, you know, we really know our stuff. At the podiatrist's office, we might see a sign that reads, time wounds all heals. Uh, well, on the side of a garbage truck every now and then, you might see a sign that reads, uh, we've got what it takes to take what you got. But my brothers and sisters, if God had a sign outside of his heavenly office, it might read, I can't fix it until it's broken. I know that might have run over your head, but, but, but let me tell you, you can understand it if you're broken today. You can understand it if you're going through some things today. But I want to just simply say, God can't fix you sometimes unless you get broke. God can't fix it uh, you unless you get broken up. So today, if, if I couldn't say another word, I, I can simply say that God specializes in imperfection and his best work is done when we are broken up and we are undone. Then as we adhere to our biblical text today, there are three approaches and reasons that are vital and why God can do his best work when we are broken and turn brokenness into a blessing and preserves us in the process. Well, the first approach of how God deals with his best work is when we know and understand the uh, reality of our brokenness. You, you know, some of us have a tendency to walk around broken up and fail to realize that there's really something wrong with us. There's really something wrong with us. We, but you know, that's when we can say that's when reality hits us. And we discover that we've got problems and we have no patience to deal with them. We might walk around not realizing that we're on the edge. We, we might say, I, I'm confused, I'm, I'm tripping, I, I can't find my way. I, sometimes I feel all foggy inside. I'm, I'm, I'll feel empty, I'm, I'm, I'm bearing up, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold up, I'm barely holding on, I'm, I'm lonely. I, I feel like some other people have let me down. I feel abused, I feel crazy. But wait, 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 right there a minute, I can say that over 2,000 years ago, one day David cried out and said in the 31st number of the Psalms, he said, I am forgotten as a dead man out of my mind, and I'm like a broken vessel. Is there anyone here or anyone at home today who has ever had a situation that uh, uh, you were broken up and you, you might be, be have some frailty along the way? We, might be faced with so many challenges. Have you ever seen something in your life that uh, might fall in the middle of your face and uh, what we see might 
be broken into a million pieces. Well, maybe you have health challenges that, that drop on you sometimes. Maybe we're challenged by that kind of brokenness and we feel like everything is gone. That pain or that um, misfortune or mishap. When nobody else we feel cares, there, there is something within us that uh, must pull us up like uh, David said. He, when he called upon the Lord, he said, Lord, preserve my soul. In other words, Lord, I need your help. Preserve what's on the other side. I know what's on this side. I, I'm all torn up. I'm, I'm, I'm disfigured. I can't find my way, but Lord, help me to the other side. Every morning, every morning, uh, when I attempt to get up, I, I go about the usual day. I go about my usual day. And there are some attachments that prepare me for my daily routine. Some time ago, I used to have what I consider a very special mirror. Uh, that was one of my attachments. On, and, and on one side of the mirror, it was large. And uh, it was large, so when you looked into it, I, it was a large face. And it was pretty much a distortion and view of myself. And I, I would always say, this is the wrong side of the mirror. But, on the other, but, uh, but the image on the side did not represent that real me. But when I looked on the other side of my mirror, then I, I, I felt I saw the real me. But one day, I, I seemed to, as I was preparing, I dropped that very special mirror on the floor. And it broke into several, several pieces. And I was trying to prepare with but that same mirror I felt was gone, it was good for gone, it was broken, it was finished. So I was a little uh, concerned, I was upset. I left that broken uh, mirror in the corner of the, of the, the bathroom and, and in many pieces, but went on about my daily chores for the next three days. But three days later, as the mirror lay in the corner of that floor, I picked it up just to clean off the floor and clean off the glass to keep from cutting myself. And I looked uh, into the mirror and saw uh, uh, the real image of myself. And I realized that this, is, this wasn't the, the mirror that I started out with. I, 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 I looked at the mirror. The side that was broken was the side that was distorted. And before I knew it, my spirit started welling up within me and I realized just like my mirror that one day I fell into a broken state of mind and heart and then I fell down and I felt the Lord but the Lord did something for me the Lord did something for me that you see that large distorted side of me was broken all up and that reflection of me that long side of me that was distorted was broken all up. But God, 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 God preserved the other side. I wonder if I got some witnesses right there and I, at home right now that you can say I, I've been distorted, I've been broken up, uh, but, but God one day broke me up, but I looked at the other side of the mirror and believe it or not, I found myself in the right position and I found myself, that real self that is within me. My brothers and sisters, God will do that. God will break up the bad side of your life, break up the distorted side of your life and reach to the other side of your life and preserve your soul. 
Then the second approach of how God deals with his best work is when we are, are recognize the reason for our brokenness. You, you know, we receive a healing and a blessing. You know, there's a reason and purpose for our pain. We experience on earth. We, there's a reason and purpose for this kind of pain. But if you have your Bibles at home, or you have your Bibles in here, you can open up your Bibles to the eighth chapter of Romans in the 28th verse when it says, you don't have to open up your Bible because you've memorized this. It says it's a little something like this. And we know that all things work together for good to them that are called according to his purpose. But no, it doesn't say that. It says for the good of them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. Let me tell you, before you can get to according to his purpose, you, you, you find out that the Lord loves you in the process. And for them that love the Lord, you get the love back. And that's according to his purpose. And if you don't believe me, you can turn to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and the 17th verse. For it says it's something like this. For our light affliction, which is only for a moment, worketh for us far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Oh, that, that, that's a glorious word right now. That's a beautiful word right now. Someone, someone has said, before God can use a person greatly, he must wound him or her deeply. That is, before we can bless, we must bleed. Before we can help, we must hurt. Well, what do you mean? Uh, the Bible speaks to us when we are blessed in the middle of being broken. Well, I'm going to give you some Bible examples this morning. Re remember, Sarah was, was childless for a long time, but in the middle of old age, God blessed Sarah, and Abraham, the man, became the father of many nations. Remember, Jacob was wounded by an angel in a wrestling match. But one night he said, he said, he said, but he said, I, 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 I will not let you go. I think I have witnesses in this house. I will not let you go until you bless me. Re remember, Joseph was broken up and thrown into a pit. He was sold into slavery and falsely imprisoned. But, but, but God blessed him to become one of the many rulers of Egypt. Remember Job, remember Job. You know most of familiar with Job. Job was broken all up. He lost his family, he lost his fortune, and he lost much of his future. But God blessed him and his estate was doubled. Remember Moses was all broken up. He couldn't half talk, he couldn't half walk, half talk. But um, he, he lost his position, he lost his possession, and he lost his popularity in Egypt. But Moses became a great deliverer. Remember Joshua went through uh, the wilderness and crossed into the promised land. Remember David. Remember David was all broken up, ridiculed by his foes, rejected by his friends and family, but with God's help, <coughs> he turned over and God gave him a, preserved his other side and he became a great king. Remember uh, Hosea was broken up. He was betrayed by his wife when she turned into prostitution. But God, somebody say, but God. 
But God allowed Hosea to become a most powerful spokesman in him. And I can't leave Peter out. I can't leave Peter out. Remember Peter, the one who denied Jesus three times, three times. But Peter went, Peter, but let me tell you, when Peter denied him, he realized, I guess, what he had done. But he was so broken up until uh, uh, he started crying every day. <clears throat> he cried every day. But when Peter started preaching, 3,000 souls were saved. Remember, Paul was all broken up. He was blinded in, uh, on the, the road to Damascus. But Paul brought the gospel to the Gentiles. And, and, and nevertheless, remember, uh, Daniel was all broken up. He spent all night long in a den uh, sleeping with lions. But, 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 but early in the morning, when the lions started waking up, he started praying, and the lions began to lose their appetite. I wanted to have, I got a couple of witnesses in this that knows what I'm talking about. You know, sometimes God sees our life that's in a mess, and he breaks us up only to remake us over again. But then the third and last approach of how God deals with his best work is when we know there is our, a remedy for our brokenness. Uh, my brothers and sisters, most of us, if not all of us, have in our homes what we designate as recycling trash cans or recycling bins, where we take our bottles, cans, and some of our paperwork, and they are redesigned and they are given new life. These materials are taken for, or taken to recycling centers uh, where the fire breaks them down and the core components of glass and the plastics are shredded and they are washed in the process and they are being made brand new. But the materials can't be reshaped until they have been under enough heat that they have to be stripped of all the external sickness, of all the external germs of the, uh, uh, on the outside. And the only thing left is what's on the inside. Then, then the materials are remade. Well, one day, one day when we thought that we all were a bag of chips with the dip, we got broken up. God had to recycle us and, and break us and, and melt us in order to remake us. Sometimes he keeps us under the fire and he pitches the fire under a certain temperature that we can be melted and molded to be remade. Sometimes he keeps us under fire so our spirits can move move in his direction. Because God 
before it's over. God is a God moving us every day. When we're broken up and we feel like we can't make it, don't give up. When we think that everything is bad, we think that everything can't be fixed, don't give up. If we've got a habit, don't give up. If you got a problem and you can't solve it and figure it out, don't give up. If you've got a drug habit that you can't handle, don't give up. If you've been knocked down and can't get up, don't give up. Because God is just breaking us, stripping us, melting us, molding us to remake us over again. He preserves what's on the other side. All we have to do is just wait. I wonder, have I got a few, few folk here know what I'm talking here, do you witnesses? All we have to do is just wait because God will figure it out. One day God had to break us. He had to break us down and he had to remake us. He put us to a certain temperature and he had to remake us all over again. But, but guess what? God can do it. God is willing to do it and God is right there when he does it. All we have to do is wait on the Lord. That's why I like Isaiah when he closed his preaching one day. He said uh, he got uh, more than a few thousand years ago. He said, hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? The everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fadeth not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no strength. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young man shall utterly fall. But, 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 but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings and eagles. I want to have a God witnesses in this house today. Mount up with wings and eagles. They shall run and not be weary. I want to have a God a couple of witnesses today. They shall walk and not faint. Thank you, Jesus. Realizing that when we're broken up, we can be made a whole again. And we can leave with a testimony. Can say there's a bright side somewhere. Try as dark on every hand. But there's a bright. There is a bright side. The doors of the church are open.